right, welcome to Real Talk Paranormal with Spirit Recon, recorded live on Haunted Route 66 in Wilmington, Illinois. I'm so excited. This is our premiere episode and my first chance to connect with you, the listener. My name is Fred Scheidenberger. I'm the host and founder and lead investigator of Spirit Recon, a paranormal research team centered in northern Illinois. Here's what you can expect on our show. Passion, passion, and more passion for the paranormal. Not only the research and science, but the community and the people involved with it. You can expect straight talk without the glitz and glamour often shown on television. Yes, we use some of the same equipment. Yes, we use some of the same techniques they do. And yes, we even get some of the same evidence. But the drama's not intertwined, and 10 days of evidence aren't pieced together to look like 20 minutes so that you think the location is overactive. You'll get a real-time, honest update of evidence at a location. We've got the real paranormal stories and evidence to talk to you about. Over 20 investigations last year in over a dozen locations. Haunted furniture stores, haunted asylums, hair salons, fire departments, cemeteries, abandoned buildings, public libraries, antique stores, all kinds of buildings, all kinds of evidence and stories. Over a year's worth of recorded downtown activity here in haunted Wilmington also. So that's going to be great to talk about. We're also going to have guest stars from all over the paranormal community. We work hard to meet people every day and uh, we will bring those people to this show so that you can meet them too. We will also be answering your emails and questions. SpiritRecon at Hotmail.com is our email, and you can send any question in for the show, and we will get right to it. So we're not going to be held to format or time constraint. We're going to bring you the information and needs brought to you uh, in a timely manner. We feel poised not only to provide uh, our listeners, who are the grassroots paranormal community, a no-nonsense a no outlet for true paranormal happenings, but will add our evidence, value, value, support, and validity to the paranormal community as whole. We appreciate your support because without it, we can't do this. We will be interviewing our other team members in upcoming episodes, so look for that as you can learn more about their stories and experiences with the paranormal. Again, my name's Fred Scheidenberger, and I'm almost 51 years old. And over 40 of those years, I spent without a clue to the paranormal. I guess I felt like if it never happened to me, it wasn't real. Obviously, I heard stories. I knew what a ghost was. Um, and when the TV shows came out, to be honest, I was a big follower. I watched a lot of episodes. I watched a lot of content. But again, I guess I thought... If it wasn't those people and that equipment and those places, it really wasn't real to true life. It wasn't happening to people I knew, places around here, places I I could go to. It wasn't evidence that I could uh, gather myself. Um, it wasn't until a traumatic event in my life got me passionately involved in the paranormal. Um, and I started my research, which involved reviewing all those television shows again and also reading backstories that were involved with locations 
uh, learning about the equipment and how it worked, uh, watching videos of other paranormal researchers, uh, and reading the comments that they dealt with um, asking about their techniques and evidence gathered. Um, that's when things started to explode. And that's where Spirit Recon was formed. And this is a good time. If you haven't checked us out, we'd love to have you follow us. Spirit Recon on Facebook. Recon, R-E-C-O-N, Spirit, obviously. Uh, we're on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, under Spirit Recon. And also the story I'm about to tell is available at spiritrecon.wordpress.com. So to read a real intense version of that story, it's about a 40-minute read, um, but well worth it. It's really the turning point in my life, uh, definitely when it comes to paranormal. Um, so you'll want to check that out if you, if you want some more information. When I started investigating, I utilized some downtown businesses and buildings here in downtown Wilmington. Thanks to those owners, I was able to utilize some equipment and get my feet wet with some research. I also utilized local cemeteries. And in one cemetery, only a few miles from here, I had my first paranormal encounter. An encounter that really set the passion off inside me and continues to drive me to this day. It's the reason I can sit here and bring you a show like this with credible evidence and explain to you that the paranormal is something real. There is something going on out there that we don't understand and we're here to talk about it. In the world of paranormal, we have some abbreviations for some things. If you were to hear a voice and there was no body attached, we call that a disembodied voice. Now, if you take a recorder to a location and receive a voice that you didn't hear at the time, but it shows up on your recording, whether it be video or audio, digital or analog, that's called an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena. So in my investigation at this cemetery, I started gathering evidence of EVPs. Now, another word we use in the paranormal world is debunking. Debunking is the art form of taking supposed evidence and trying to figure out what in this scientific world could have caused it. We have a saying, if it can be if it can happen in the scientific world, if it can be explained, if there's a possibility it was something in the scientific world, then it can't be paranormal. So debunking is the art of taking what we capture on video, photos, audio, and personal experiences and tearing it down scientifically to see if there is something else that could have caused that to happen. So, at the cemetery, I started receiving and gathering evidence of EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. I wasn't hearing voices, but on my recordings, as I was testing equipment and developing theories and trying different techniques, I was receiving 
EVPs, voices on my equipment. These voices, I, again, I didn't hear at the time. They seemed to be by the same people or a couple people. And they would range from repeating me, like in a mocking sense maybe, to saying hello. I really had no idea what to think about it. So after months of uh, studying on this, I decided in the debunking phase that I was going to return to this cemetery and continue this process of investigation without saying a word so that nothing I did vocally could be construed on tape as anything else. And upon returning to that cemetery and upon attempting to walk to the same grave sites in the same order that I had for day after day, I received on EVP received EVPs on two different pieces of equipment, an audio audio recorder and a video recorder of, of voices stating that they knew, intelligent voices stating that they knew that I had come back that day again and I was walking to a certain gravesite again. Um, it's quite chilling. Um, like I said earlier, read the story, please, spiritrecon.wordpress.com, and I'll put the link on our Spirit Recon Facebook site. But that EVP let me know at that time, as I stood, I didn't hear it in the empty cemetery, but when I got home and heard it on the uh, replay and remembered that I was standing in an empty cemetery when this was received, um, simply shook me to my core and let me know that my intelligence no matter, no longer existed in this matter. I really had to start over as far as what I thought was real, especially when it came to the paranormal field. Um, it's the turning point where I hit the ground and really got running. Um, I started sharing this in my evidence with more people, um, started do documenting harder. Um, it is the true starting point. To continue that story, I later was able to capture more evidence, actually electronic voice phenomena again, of a couple boys playing war, possibly just like they were on the day they um, had their accident and passed away, right nearby that site, which happens to be why they're hanging out there, I believe. Um, and this story, the crazy part about this story is almost a year later, a total stranger validated that these boys did leave home that day playing war uh, with these guns that I recorded them playing with and, and vocally talking about. Um, so in an amazing turn of events, this total stranger validated, put validation on top of my story, which even even set it in even more, uh, my passion uh, for this field and my respect for it. I, I respect those young men I met at the cemetery, and um, I believe they interacted with me for a reason, and uh, that will be 
always the start of my paranormal journey. Not long after completing my research at the cemetery, I got a chance to visit Ashmore Estates in Ashmore, Illinois, a really cool place, an old county poor farm that was once also an asylum and sits on a piece of ground out in the middle of nowhere, really cool place if you want looking for an investigation in Illinois. But Nick Groff from the Ghost Adventure Show, Paranormal Lockdown, Ghosts of Shepherdstown, to name a few, uh, was holding an event there where you could come and ghost hunt with him and meet him and meet a couple of his friends, Johnny Hauser, Elizabeth Saint. And I took the opportunity and drove down to check it out. And what I met that day or what happened that day was actually the forming of Spirit Recon. Um, as I met my partner, Jake Rodriguez. And uh, Jake has quite a story to tell, and we'll get to that in another episode for sure. Um, but our passions united, and we bonded right away. Um, not only did we become friends, but we be became friends with Nick Groff and, and Johnny Hauser. And uh, we made friends, Gabby Bergman, Adam Todd, uh, from Houston, Texas there. So many relationships were formed and we really got headed in the direction that day. Now we talked a few times and we started hooking up to investigate and really it's been a road trip since that, that day. We began investigating downtown Wilmington like I had done before. And one of the buildings that we really got, really started examining to harshly was the historical society here in town. Now it sits in an old city hall building, what they call the old city hall building. I think it's 1879 is the build date, but it's all limestone building that was used for fire department and police department and still has the limestone jail cells with the wrought iron cot and the, and the do steel doors or the iron doors, iron bars. A really cool building. And what's even cooler is now they're holding the remnants of the museum, um, old pictures and paintings and um, photos and uh, property information, maps and things from the fairs. And all this stuff is being kept now inside this old building. So you really have a pretty volatile situation as far as the paranormal going on. And Jake, found, Jake and I found ourselves in the middle of some crazy, crazy stuff in that historical society. But that, in those investigations of the historical society, which, by the way, happened to need a repair on a roof when we started investigating, um, led me to my involvement with Maria and Bob Schmidt from a from Hamilton, Ohio, with a company called Haunted Journeys. And these people do great things in the paranormal world. And one of the things they do is sponsor the world's largest ghost hunt. And that's a situation where they get together hundreds and hundreds of paranormal teams all over the continent, all over the world, actually, and investigate at the same time with some of the same techniques, techniques asking some of the same questions, trying to get some kind of unison answer with, as we attempt our investigation in unison. It's really a cool idea. The other part of this world's largest ghost hunt was that all the money raised, as you 
opened these hunts up to the public. The idea was to put on public hunts in these locations and take that money and put it right back into these buildings so that we could continue to upgrade and, and take care of these buildings that need it so that we'll have something to hunt later. And uh, our history will be protected. And such a great opportunity for Spirit Recon. And we were able to, one of those in-the-middle-of-the-night um, ventures that I pulled off with a phone call to Maria and then with John Persick here in town in charge of the Historical Society. And we were able to be a part of the third annual World's Largest Ghost Hunt and help raise money to repair that roof right there on the Historical Society. So that was awesome. Um, that actually led and sold out so fast that we parlayed that into another event in which we could make some more money to help with the roof. Um, so we definitely tried to do our part. And that really, it really it got us in the, it's pointed in the direction of knowing that charitable events was also something we wanted to be a part of. We want to involve the community and we want to give back. We're not just takers. We're not just coming into these buildings and taking this paranormal information and stomping on the grounds. If we're in a cemetery, we're cleaning it up. We're repairing things if it needs it. And if we're in these buildings, we're asking what we can do with the owners to help out. Um, we're there for them sometimes. If not, we're there um, asking what we can do to repay them. And if we can't, then we're thinking of things that we can do with the community to repay the community. So um, our charitable events uh, is something we really care about. And right now doing a uh, uh, getting ready for a March 30th ghost hunt um, here at the Lions Hall uh, for the Boy Scouts. So we've gone in a different direction with a new charitable cause this year. Um, and we feel really good about that. During the world's largest ghost hunt, we had the pleasure and honor of working with psychic medium, paranormal instructor, and author Mary Marshall from Chicago. Mary was able to come down and help us put on the world's largest ghost hunt and really was an asset in every way. She helped us refine some of our techniques. She helped us understand some equipment better. She also gave us validation of evidence we had received already downtown. And then in turnaround fair play, later on down the road, we have validated some of her evidence that she received. Uh, and we validated it since she's been gone. So that's a really cool relationship that Spirit Recon has with Mary Marshall, and we appreciate it. As far as who's who we have added to our team, Tiffany Lausch is a local woman here that we added to our team a while back. She is a mother and a caregiver and also an RN and a teacher. Um, Tiffany has worked really hard to be a part of the team. She helps out in every manner she can. Uh, been to location a few times already, uh, helping me out, being sensitive to what's going on. She also helps out with the history of the buildings and deals with the people and the owners of the buildings and getting things set up for location. We've also added an old friend of mine from Muncie, Indiana, my old hometown, Mike Murphy, who now is over 10 years of service with the Muncie Fire Department in Muncie, Indiana. And he is working on electronics besides other things for us. And his experience, experiences in the paranormal are pretty 
pretty unique and uh, can't wait for that interview so we can let you know some of those. You won't want to miss that. But Mike's been great on location when he's been able to make it, and we hope to see him more. So, Fact is, we are a young paranormal team, but we bring a lot of heart and a lot of passion to the paranormal community. And with multiple teammates living in multiple states using their knowledge and experiences together, we truly have formed a grassroots paranormal team that has its thumb right on the pulse of the paranormal community, and we will keep you informed. 2019 is going to be great. It brings more charitable events, more, more donations to these charitable causes. Plenty of new haunts, both local and afar. We also have a new video series that will be airing soon. I'll be telling you about that probably right here or on our Facebook at Spirit Recon on Facebook. We also have plans to involve ourselves with other investigators, not only so we can better ourselves, but hopefully further science down the road a bit faster. So we hope you have really enjoyed our intro podcast. We thank you for listening. And as as we've taken Spirit Recon to the next phase of its growth, I look forward to our next episode with my partner, Jake Rodriguez, and his stories and experiences with the paranormal. Musical tracks on this program feature Losing September from my hometown, Muncie, Indiana. Until next time, see ya. Love and peace. Bring out your dog.